Welcome to Hack Your Human Design. I'm Melanie Hill, your host, and I'm here to help you hack your human design so you can stop wasting all your energy hustling and start aligning with who you really are so you can become a magnet to your people and the income you really want. I want you to help more people with more love and more self-trust. If you want to build or scale your business with ease, listen on. Hello, lovely one. Welcome to the podcast today. So today I'm so excited. I am here with brilliant life coach, Jessica Smaro. She is a client of mine. We've been working together for a while now. She's a generator, a sacral generator, and we are going to have a super fun conversation today all about being known and her journey with human design as a generator and all the things. So Jessica, tell us a little bit about who you work for, like with, and exactly Uh what you do in the world. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll jump right in. We were just talking about before we started that I have drama. I've had drama. I'm going to say it that way about being a general life coach. So I'm a, I do general life coaching. I work with all the people I love to, I, I love the diversity. I and I, yeah. and part of even the human design thing is I'm like, I can, it's fun for me. And that's right. part of what I'm here to do. But I do, I mean, the name of my podcast is unblocked. Like I do like working with people around, remove and I know this sounds general even even as I'm about to say it but like removing the blocks to the stuff that's already there like moving the, the blocks to the awareness of the potential that they have inside themselves the all of the skills and things that are already there rather than kind of jumping on that hamster wheel to nowhere of I have to keep achieving and getting more and doing more and have to get more out there more knowledge more everything and so I like to help people just know that we can just remove the stuff to get to what's already there and that seems like it should be easier. And sometimes it's not. <laughs> yeah. Not easy at all. Right. Cause it's like, you can't see the forest from the trees when you're the one in it. And I really do think too, the uh, generators in particular, are probably some of the best general life coaches out there uh-huh. because they're so good at being in response, right? Uh-huh. Just response to the one thing right in front of you in that moment, you can yep. kind of tackle anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just a matter of embracing it because <laughs> I've had a lot of drama around that, but, but let's uh, just, let's just go there first. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Like why, why have you in particular really struggled with that piece? Oh, well, I mean, the short answer I suppose is like conditioning, right? That there's, we hear so many, I mean, as you're going into, I guess I should speak like as the transition from, I mean, I'm a licensed therapist by trade Mm -hmm. and I was transitioning from that into this life coaching thing that, I mean, even as a therapist, right, there's all these rules and there's right and wrong ways to do things. And, and then you're just like, it's like the wild west, right? Like going into this, like you can just do whatever you want. Entrepreneurship. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but like my conditioned brain wants to offer that there's, you know, there's a right and wrong way. And I would say that's like one of the things, the number of times I've said it just on my own podcast that like for so much of my life, I really thought there is a rule book out there. Like there's a bit somewhere for sure. Somebody has it. And there's the way that do you do things and there's an answer key in the back. And if we just <laughs> do that, yeah, no, really. I'm like, for sure. Everyone had a, a copy of this book and I didn't get it. And I'm on a search to find it because if I do, then, then like everything's safe and everything's certain. And I will just say like, that's one of the things we have coached on a lot is like, yeah, then that doesn't require any trust. I'm like, exactly. Perfect. You're like, no, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. see, we just, if we just had all of the answers and if there was for sure a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it, my conditioned brain says that's safe. That. Right. 
Yeah. That feels good. So then when we're like, no, that's not the case. I'm like, Whoa. it's like wobbly, right? It's like your foundation feels a little bit unsettled. Mm-hmm. With you, I feel like it's been this constant, just redirection into your body mm. and like, oh yeah, I can actually trust myself. I can actually trust. Yes. Right? And I think before we, before we popped on, I did talk about like the, the struggle with discounting your own strategy like your body strategy of response and your sacral yes as being like a legitimate valid strategy right for how to run a business or how to live your life and right like when I talk to my people like it's such a joke now with my husband he'll be like okay we'll take a minute and go ask your body like anything (laughs) we're gonna say like what does your body say such a good husband (laughs) you know right like thank you for reminding me but even as you're talking about that and it's so fun it's so fun to even when you ask that question what came up for me was like Oh my gosh. I remember back when, you know, like back in the day when I was like, so disconnected from my body. I mean, like right now I'll still tell myself, like, I don't know what's happening, but for so much of my life though, I would, I was like a floating head, right? Mm -hmm. Like everything, my whole world was experienced between my two ears. Like it was just all up here. And so when we, when you, when I've like found human design and you like showed me my body graph and I was like sacral, I was like, shit, like (laughs) I have no idea what's happening down there. And I remember actually I just had a guest on my own podcast and she's like, she was an intuitive psychic medium. I mean, I don't know exactly the language she would use, but she was like at a retreat teaching us about intuition and like tuning in. And I was like, mine's broken. Mine's not saying anything. I don't hear like, (laughs) so, but it's because it's a skill. It's a, it's a practice. It's with, you know, like that was just, that was like a neural pathway that I was not going down. So when you told me like, I have to go into my body, I was like, we are the uncharted territory that felt scary because <laughs> I was like, the answers are in my head because that's what I've been conditioned to think. And so going into the body felt very, again, wobbly for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just so interesting too. How many times you're, you're like telling me what, what's been created or what's come out of, you know, uh-huh. like your month or what you've done and being in response. And you're like, and I have no idea how to recreate this or like how I created any of this. And then you're like, <laughs> oh, but wait, uh-huh. well, again, that's such a great example. And, yeah. Well, yeah, thank you for like bringing that because I think for any of, I don't know, for any of the people out there like me, that feels like for something to be replicable, it's like what's step one through five, right? Like, and I would always say to people, like, I'm a really good student. If you just tell me, <laughs> give me all the steps, do the things, right? And you're like, yeah, exactly. Ask your sacral. I'm like, no, that's not right. That's not the type of step we're talking about. I think, again, this is where trust comes in being willing to just try that. And then you have a felt knowing, which is so different than a conditioned brain. And I, and I can imagine like people who don't know what this means. You're like, this sounds, this doesn't work. Right. But like, you can have a cognitive knowing about something, a theoretical, right. You're like, Oh, but the, the book says a plus B equals Mm -hmm. C. Right. But it's so different from having that experiential knowing and so delight. I remember, I can't remember how far it was into us working together, but I had this, I was time where I was like, okay, I really, what my, what was feeling right was more spaciousness, specifically like in my calendar, right? Like I was going, it was like, when I start coaching for the day, it is like back to back to back, like, you know, running really quick in between. So uber scheduled, uber scheduled, uber scheduled. And I was like, okay, 
like my body, it feels like, like I even <laughs> felt like I had to like amp myself up. Like, okay, yeah. it felt so scary, but I'm like, I'm going to create more spaciousness. And that seems really scary. Like my business is going to fall apart and I'm, I'm going to have make no money and be homeless because we go extreme in my brain. We were going, and I remember I about died. I don't even know if I like <laughs> voxered you or like if we had an accession, but I was like, you are not going to believe what my numbers just did. You were not like, I had this month when it was like, this for like my first, like, what is that five figure month? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what in the magic, what is happening right now? <laughs> and you were just like, yes, obviously this is what happens when you are a generator and you do what lights you up and you have fun. Cause that was a month where I remember it was like, I was going to like, there was opening my calendar. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to a Zumba class on a Tuesday at 930 AM. Like that mm-hmm. is not what we do. This is not, that is against all the rules. But I was like so lit up and then it was just, I just felt like the universal nod, like, yes, ma'am, like Mm -hmm. this is what's possible if you just chillax and allow the knowing to be there. And I'm like, yeah, sounds wild. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I love how you said it's a skill Mm -hmm. and it's a practice to be able Mm -hmm. to tap into your intuition because it's so true. I think we're really taught from a young age that the skill and the practice is doing math and thinking and reading and then, you know, like thinking about it and then creating more thoughts about it. And that's the skill we really grow is how to be in our head from, right. I don't know, age of five right, up to right. 17, 18 through what, 25, if you go to college, like, mm-hmm. you know, the normal track or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that that's uh, anything that I promote, but you know, like, it's also a skill and a practice just the same way to get in your body and to listen to your intuition. Right. It's just not considered normal or mainstream. Right. It's considered and really it- woo and really like spiritual. Mm-hmm. And even though it's, it's the same, it's just a skill. It's just a skill and, and practical. I think it's so interesting. And I wonder if I can even articulate this, but it's like, when you're doing the, 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 in the head, like these are the skills it translate, it seems to translate to these external things, yeah. right? Like it's you, so you can see it. So people are like, like, I think about it even from like a, like from a therapy standpoint, right. Or like now in coaching, when somebody comes and they're like, I need to fix this thing, this relationship is broken. I need to change this thing with work or whatever. And they want to focus on like out there. Right. right. But then when you start to have this internal experience where you're like, Oh, that thing out there is just the intermediary. It's just like the thing that I need be so that I think so that then I can have this internal experience. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so much with like coaching or any kind of transformation experience and with human design is you're kind of flipping it on its head. So it's like, you have to change your priorities a little bit. Like, Oh no, no. I think my focus is it's fixing it out there. So if I'm spending any time in my body, what does that have to do with getting this deadline yeah. met? Right. Like it feels like it doesn't make sense. But then again, when you start doing it and you realize like, oh, this in some ways, this is just um, I was going to say fast track, but maybe fast track. But it's just a different path also, maybe to just like get to the place that you want to be. And it just happens to be a path that feels a lot better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's a fast track per se, just like you said, I feel, I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes that can be a slippery way to say it mm-hmm. because it could be a fast track for you. If the way you're doing it, isn't working, mm-hmm. it to me, might be a fast track to find inner peace more. 
Right. Right. But creating yeah. the outside result fast track, maybe not. Sometimes it feels Correct. like a big slowing down of that goal, to be honest, but you get to enjoy and have peace on the way there. Yes. And so, and, I, and yeah. that's such a good thing to bring up for people. Cause I think, again, it's like, we think that the urgent, like we think that there's like this urgency around creating that goal, right? Like that thing out there, because when we get there, it's going to feel a certain Then thing. we'll feel the peace. Then we'll feel right. Like then we're going to, right. And this is like, Oh, yeah. you could just, and for me again, my, as a sacral generator, you know, my, what is it? My self theme, my is like, is satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, that's what I want to feel. I want to feel satisfied. I want to feel alive. I want to feel lit up. And, and for a lot, I think uh, before human design, I thought I have to have all these things right. in place. Then it's like, Oh, I could just be lit up in route. And it's like, Oh, well then wherever we're going is like, it's, you know, like please insert like the, it's the journey, not the destination. Right. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like that sort of like those, those, those trite things come from a place, right. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I could just my whole life could just be lit up. And again, like in the beginning, it's like breaks my, even to say that now I'm like, Brain breaks, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. But yeah. And I, um, you know, going off of that, it's a skill and mm-hmm. we're always looking for like the five or 10 steps to take, mm-hmm. but we're mm-hmm. looking for practical, like action steps yeah. that, like mm-hmm. you said, are outside. Mm-hmm. So it's like step one is to schedule, right? Step two mm-hmm. is to show up and record podcasts, right? Whatever the steps Mm -hmm. are, but I want to say like, how, what was your journey and how have you come to learn through your human design and working together that you have a step one through 10. Mm -hmm. It's just looks different. It's like checking in with your body. It's like, you know, like Mm -hmm. your husband says, go do the thing where you check in with your body, right? Like Uh how is there still like a 10 step process or whatever steps to rely on, to actually have. So your brain has something to grasp. You actually know what to do in any situation. How have you come to find that? Yeah. I think the one for me is, I mean, the big, the step one is really like, if I'm making a decision and it, and I, and I play with it, and I, even that, like, I, I think of it as playing, like I play mm-hmm. with it, even like something very small, t- seemingly small to like a big decision. I think I'm making in my business or whatever, um, or in a big, in a relationship or something. And just like really tuning in. So that is the step one, like feeling into my body, like, does this feel like a yes or no? So a step for me is, you know, some of these action steps are giving myself something to respond to. Right. Asking a question. So sometimes that step means I'll ask it to myself. Sometimes I will ask somebody like, ask me the question, like, so that I have Mm -hmm. something to respond to. And then, um, the, and, and related to that, another action step is making a decision about whether or not to follow it. And so, and cause it's something you said early on to me, cause I was like, you know, my brain was like, wow, this feels all kinds of scary. But you said, even if you don't follow like the yes or no, like you're still building trust with yourself to say, I hear it though. Right. Like, okay. Like we're still like, I know I can start to hear my truth because from, again, it's like my intuition, my truth, my knowing it felt so evasive or elusive. Um, and, and so just like as as an action step for me, that is, I, I can, it feels safe to ask the question and hear for it. And if I still want to do the condition thing, like if it's still, it's like, okay, I hear you say that the answer to this is a no, it's so good to know like what my truth is. And because I have this commitment, I'm still going to do this thing out, whatever I committed to, but there is still, um, 
there is still that trust being built. So that for me feels like an action item around how I really integrate my human design. I think the other is, um, even it feels again, it takes like more time consuming in my brain, which I have lots of stories about time, but like even journal free write type stuff Mm -hmm. so that I can like just action steps that get me out of my brain and can get me behind that enough to hear like, and what else? Mm -hmm. Um, so those are a couple that come up for me right now. I'm sure there are plenty more, but they're just not coming. Yeah, to me. And like what, exactly what to do if a certain feeling comes or a certain block comes up. Right. I right. think too, those are other skills and like actionable, actually like steps that uh-huh. we now know how to right. deal with those things that I think we, we run away from those things with all the outside actions and all the other 10 step plans that we have around mm-hmm. everything. Where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm so certain I don't even have to like think about being disappointed or think about the rejection of this, that, or the other, or think mm-hmm. about this launch not being filled. Mm-hmm. Instead, you're leaning in fully and you know, you'll be able to deal with all that. And you actually have actionable steps to use yes. when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. As you were saying that, I was thinking about, um, yeah, just the... Yeah, like I wasn't necessarily thinking of it as an action step, but it absolutely is that like part of that process then is like the showing up for yourself Mm -hmm. and like that that is that is an action step that feelings are going to come up. And you have again, it's another decisional point, like I can judge myself and make myself wrong Mm -hmm. for it. Or so much of what, when you're leaning into this to human design, or really, I think any kind of transformation work, Mm -hmm. it's really about cultivating that relationship with yourself. And so in that process of how do I want to show up to myself, regardless of how this goes, right? And instead of making this wrong, like I had this reaction or I had this feeling about it, or it didn't turn out the way I want. And my impulse is to make it wrong and change and fix like there's a lot, you pull me back a lot to be like, you know, how do you want to show up to like, you know, we talk about, you know, the way you might show up to a child, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you need in this moment? And again, that's a skill. And that's part of the process when you know that you're going to show up to yourself in a way that is kind and gentle and um, from a place of like learning and compassion mm-hmm. and support that you're cultivating on the inside. It's like, yeah, then you're willing to do a lot, you're willing to take bigger risks. You're willing to try mm-hmm. things because you know there is this step built in where you still get to be there for yourself and provide for yourself what you need, regardless of what is happening out there. Mm-hmm. It's and not make yourself wrong. Process. It's a whole skill. Yeah. Not make yourself wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, that could be a whole episode. A work in progress in that one of not making myself wrong, but yeah. Yeah, and I think that's such a survival instinct that so many of us have is like, let's just make ourselves wrong so we can go ahead and fix it. Mm -hmm. So learning the skill of like not doing that Mm -hmm. is really super helpful in business. 100%. Awesome. Well, now let's talk about this word that came up for you this year. Mm -hmm. Known. Yes. And how has human design helped you like be known to yourself. You were just kind of talking about that too, how you show up for yourself. And why do you think that's so important? Yeah. Well, it's so interesting when I think about, because being known, I think so often, like if you ask people questions, like, who are you? Some people are like, I don't know who I am, or I've lost myself. 
And it's just really interesting the places we go to when we think about like, who am I? Right. And a lot of times for people, if you, if you're like pause right now and you ask yourself that for some people, it's going to be, you're going to your roles, right? Like you just it. Like I are, you know, I'm a woman and I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a whatever, I'm an employee, I'm an employer, these things. And with human design, it's like, oh, it, it's like, for me, it's like, it, you're stripping away the roles, right? It's not about, um, that to me is not so much about being known. I mean, there's certainly that's part of it, but to me, it's like being known is really I kind of what we were just talking about in terms of not making yourself wrong. Mm-hmm. Cause it means for me, like to be known means I'm, I, I am witnessing all of my parts like all the different things that come up for me, right? Like the part that wants to make me wrong, the part that gets really scared when thinking about trust, the part that has all this doubt and things that come up and the part that like is bold and the part that's like loud and wild and whatever. And then the part (laughs) that wants to like sit on the couch and read a book and not talk to a human for a long time, Mm -hmm. right? Like that being known means um, being willing to look at all of those parts and not make it wrong. And so, and I think that's so much of, um, of what the human design work is, is that like, so often, like I, it's so reassuring. Like when I come and like, there's this thing that's up for me and you're like, oh, that's your, this gate and the, this thing and the thing. And right. Like, I mean, I couldn't even relate all of those to you. Like, oh, this is, uh (laughs) this is like your gate and the thing and the place and the thing. And even in that, it's like, oh, this is part of my design by design. Yeah. Right. Like instead of making it a problem. And I think for me, that's been a, a lot of work when I think about being known, it really is about, yeah, I can, and that I don't have to m- make these parts a problem. And, and maybe here's the way, what was just coming up is like, cause I think so often like we're rushing to, we see a problem and we want to fix it and change it. And we don't take the time to get to know it first. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, in this, we're like, oh, I want to hear from that. I want to like know what that thing is like trying to communicate from to me. And then when you do that and you're like building relationship with that, you're like, then I can decide what I want to do with it. Maybe I don't want to change it. Maybe there's nothing to fix. It just was a messenger for me to learn from, to grow from, to hear from. Yeah. And I really am seeing this as such a projector thing that projectors really, really have this deep desire to be known. Mm. And, and, but this is a deep human need uh-huh. as well. And this is, and we are all needing it so much right now. I feel like in particular, after the past few years, needing to be known on such a deeper, more real level, that that's another reason I think why the projectors are kind of like the leaders coming up too, is because uh-huh. that is their like number one place where they're so good at doing that. And they have like a deep, need and wound around needing to be seen as well, which is really why they're so wise in it too. Right. I love the projectors. I read something once. I don't even remember where I read it, but it said something about like for generators. And I don't even know this is, I have no idea what I read, but what I heard was, (laughs) Ooh, I need a projector in my pocket. Like (laughs) the projectors in my life, (laughs) because apparently like they are like, they're able to see so much Mm that's like, they can ask questions that help, which can for a generator is so helpful, like to ask questions that really give us something to respond to that really pulls things out. What I keep thinking about as you're talking is like how much, what's the word, how much like attention and, uh, pressure we put on the being known and being seen Uh in the outside goals, accomplishments, which is why we're also 
in our heads trying to get to the place, to the thing, mm-hmm. right? To the money, to the, you know, successful career, promotion, whatever, family, marriage, all the things. Mm-hmm. And we think that that will help us be known, right? Like even when you think about mm-hmm. being known on a large scale, like being famous, right? What uh-huh. does that take? It takes uh, accolades. It takes achievement, right? And at least in our world so far, that's what it has uh-huh. taken, quote unquote, right? Uh-huh. And I think too, that's that's just the same type of wound. And I'm not saying that being seen like that is there's anything wrong with it, but when you attach to it and that's how you think you're going to be seen. And that's, I think the projector main wound, but everybody as uh-huh. well has a flavor of that in their life. Right. It's such a false known, like being known in that way right. will never feel as deep and satisfying as the kind of known you're talking about that. I right. think human design can give us that mm. glimpse into like, Oh, here's this part of me that I think will get in the way of my achievement of this thing. That's going to make me known. Uh-huh. Really. That's the thing that just desperately wants and needs to be known. And right. the more you see those parts of yourself, to me, it's like, you'll either realize that that goal wasn't yours uh-huh. You can be happy now on your way to it. Right. Because ultimately it comes from within. Right. And I think that's where it's like getting known is like, oh, you can actually you're like looking for all of the resources and things you already have within. And I don't know if this is going to land, but this is what was coming up when you were talking is because I was thinking like that external known, like being known through these things or by these people out there. It's like a false sense of known. And I was thinking about um, it's like liberation came to mind. And I think of, you know, in my, in my past life, like my, most of my career as a clinician was in jail diversion, right? Like I was working with programs where we, you know, to set up mental health and substance use treatment to get people, keep people out of jail, get them out of jail. Um, and I, and I had this, and I was very big on just like prison reform. I wanted to like revolutionize the prison systems of America. I don't know what that means, but that's what I wanted to do. And, and I remember it like, there would be times like we would, you know, you would physically move out of prison or out of jail, but there was still all of this like mental imprisonment that was happening. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was, so it's like this idea of the false liberation, like the jailer, the deputy can actually turn the key let and let you out. Mm-hmm. But if you aren't doing that internal work, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're still like, you're still incarcerated. Right. And so I think it's, so again, I don't know if that analogy landed, but in my head, it does. It's like this idea that, yeah, that thing that it's like anytime, anytime we're seeking for something external to provide something to us, ultimately it's going to like, we are the gatekeepers always, right? Like the thing can happen, but like, we don't get to feel it until we allow that in. Right. And so it's like this dance you can, I was thinking about, it's like, the, the Dixie chicks taking the long way around comes into my mind when I think <laughs> we can like go and try to like be known by other people and have all of that, you know, get the feedback that way. Or you can kind of taste the, the fast track. And again, it's not necessarily time-wise fast track, but the direct track, I guess, is maybe a more appropriate way of saying it to go straight to, yeah, being known, being seen. And I'm like rambling now a little bit, but here's another thing that just was coming up um, about being known and what we were just talking about, about like the willingness to see kind of the parts that we hide in the shadow and still being able to like be seen and known. I know I've had this experience where it's like with other people, right? Like we want other people to like love us and accept us and for no matter how we show up, but sometimes it's like, yeah, we expect other people to do for us something that we 
can't or won't do for ourselves, right? It's like so much easier. Like if you just give me the support and the feedback and like the 100% unconditional love, right? Like we want from our partners, like I should be able to do no wrong. And you just love and adore me. Like, yes, yes. And also what if that was like the relationship you have with yourself? Mm. I that like, I can see all parts of me and not be an asshole <laughs> or love yeah. our inner asshole even when they're yeah. being an asshole right and well right see this is what you're always reminding me like even that part that wants to like make it wrong it's like no that part of us is like just wants to be witnessed to and seen and there's something there for us even in that like that asshole part thinks that it's being protective Right. So right. Okay, and let I think me learn. what's been a great permission for me in my own journey. And as well as like, I know in a lot of the coaching world, it's like, you can't be attached to anything outside of you. You have to give yourself your own internal validation. If you mm. want any outside validation, it's wrong. Mm. I don't think that's true. I think human design is a great external validation tool. I think it's such permission giving from something outside of you that your brain can really comprehend, which is so good and needed. And I totally believe in outside validation and finding it. Mm -hmm. Yes. It has to start with the willingness to let it actually be seen. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead of just being an asshole and being like, you should love me no matter what. It's like, I was really an asshole Mm -hmm. and I really would love you to hug me right now. Yeah. Right. Like I'm feeling a lot of shame about it and I need you to reassure me that you still love me. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, that's vulnerability. Yes. Because I think and what you're talking like about the- too is like you want to be known but not be vulnerable. Right. <laughs> right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and what you were talking about there with like that vulnerability. It's like that's what really um facilitates the connection we really want. Right. Like when you can look at somebody and be like, I need you to help me like still love on myself, even in this moment where like, maybe I'm not showing up in the way that I really want to. Because mm-hmm. you guys, we all know how it is. It's so much like, think about with your friends, like I will like celebrate you and your nonsense all day long and like totally <laughs> fight your inner critic, right? right? We like, I'll take my earrings off. Like we are going down. Like we will fight against our, our loved one's inner critic, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, yeah, like sometimes it's really nice to have that because other people can show up for us in those moments in ways that we can't. And it's not to just, but I think what you're saying, it's like, yeah, there's, there's a place for that external validation and it doesn't necessarily stop there. Right. It's like, that's the permission slip. That's the thing that helps like, yes, help me. And then I also for my, right. Like help me. I need you to help me like still love on myself in these moments. To me, it's such a different way to get validation because you're not necessarily seeking a validation. Um, I don't know how to say it. It's just not an attached. You're not attached to necessarily them thinking that you're a good person. Mm. It's you meeting yourself first and showing up and being like, I just want you to love me. Like, mm. I just, oh my gosh, I'm like, this could be a whole podcast. Cause I'm thinking like this, I feel like this could be a whole thing because what, um, what's coming up is the difference there. Cause I'm thinking about validation. Cause this comes up with so many of my clients, right? Like they're, mm-hmm. they're engaging in people pleasing and overextending and overdoing because they're, they're trying to see they feel shame for seeking out right. validation. Right. But the difference is, is like what you were just saying there is um, that that vulnerability is the difference. I think, right. Like when, when we're seeking, when like we get caught up in this external validation where it's like, we're hiding, right? Like I'm hiding behind this thing. And like, it's such a brave thing to do to just acknowledge, like, 
I do, it's like, it's that vulnerable thing. When you're being vulnerable, you're not hiding. And that's how you can be known. Like, exactly. Yeah. So and to I don't do, know if it makes to sense. Be able to do that step, yeah. Yeah. you have to know yourself right. and not make yourself super duper wrong. Right. For having a need for showing up the way you did. Right. Right. So it takes that internal step that we've been talking about. Yeah. Right. And this might be a pivot, but it just, as I was thinking about like being known and human design, this just like popped into my head too. Cause I think for a lot of my journey around being known as I spent a lot of my, like a lot of my adult, like later, well, I'm like my adult later years, like I'm in elderly years at this point, but most recent years, I'll say it that way, um, has been a lot of energy around like knowing the, like my highest self, like my spiritual self, my aspirational self. And like that, that was the real me. I'm like using air quotes, like that, that was who I am. But I think, again, like being known is, and I don't know if we were talking about this the other day, but like that being known, it's like, if this body, if this human flesh suit is like the vehicle that I was given, right? Like if you get a new car, like you're going to look at the owner's manual, right? Like, how do I operate this thing? Right? Like, does it have automatic windows? Does it not? So that instead of like getting mad and like making it wrong, like, oh, this just doesn't have automatic windows. Right. And then you know how to work with it. Mm -hmm. And I think um, for me, like that was a big shift to like getting to know this, like I'm in here in this like 3d world. Like I want to get to know this flesh suit versus so much of my like, like journey to self was like capital S self of like, you know, and spirit and all of that. And I think human design like speaks to that. Right. It's like this, it's like, it's an owner's manual, right? It's like, this is your judgment out of it. it. Mm -hmm. So much. Yeah. Like that's the short version of it. Like, yes, it takes all the judgment out of it. That's a very concise way of saying it. Way to be Melanie. Yeah. No, that's just like, I, this is the second time we've talked about it too. And it's yeah. just, I'm like, oh yeah, it just like, you're not judging the windows for being wrong anymore. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> which yeah. takes, which gives you so much energy back in your life, <sighs> yeah. right? Like the amount of energy yeah. you get back, I think when you learn to apply your human design in your life is just, it's one of the best gifts to me. And I talk about it a lot is like, how much just energy in general you get back and how much energy we really do waste in our heads. And when you get in your body, it feels weird and scary. And Uh all of a sudden you're like, whoa, there's so much more energy in space here. Right. Right. And truth. Like I think, and I think maybe you said this to me, but the, like our brains can be conditioned in ways that our bodies cannot. Right. So like our minds can be conditioned by all these stories, but our bodies are just truth tellers, right? Like our bodies don't know anything about obligation and perfectionism and whatever. It's just there to tell you the truth. And so, um, yeah, like that was, so when it comes to like giving you your time back, you're like, Oh, I can just go to the truth and sort of get out of the noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instruction manual. That's what human design is. Instruction manual. I don't know. I don't know about instruction manual, more like user explanation manual, manual. user yeah. manual. Yeah. 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 It's not like, yeah. Like user that. manual, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, treat it this way for the best mileage. Right. <laughs> yeah. All those things. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. This is how you do maintenance, right? All, mm-hmm. all those really amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. I love that so much. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit more about maybe how has your life, your business really changed in surprising ways, not surprising ways since Mm -hmm. really learning to apply your human design. What do you think? Mm, Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I think 
the most surprising is, um, I don't know if the word surprising, but like that, like my, my body's on my team, right? Like I have, right? Like my body, I think that's something you said to me. It's like, there's never a time that your body hasn't loved you. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay. Okay. So then if I go there, then this is going to start to sound, I don't know, this might sound wild, but it feels like, um, I have a team then, yeah. right. It's like, I have these places that I can go, right. Like for support, for guidance, for connection, for reassurance. And then I have all these skills inside of human design and it starts to feel like, um, like there's, I think when, you know, again, you know, like trust has been a thing that's been really challenging for me where it's like, I, I don't want to trust things outside of me because those can change. Like not even if they want, like not on purpose, like people are being mean, but like things could change. And so I can't rely on them and I need to be able to rely on me only. That's what feels safest. And in, and in this process where it's like, it feels like, you know, having all these different parts being known, mm -hmm. then it feels like I have all of these different resources inside of me. Like once I know like my sacral or the, you know, these things that are showing up for me, these different things that are showing up, it also feels like we, we all have each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is why I'm saying, like, this is going to sound wild as I articulate it, but it, I think that was just a surprise. It was like, oh, it feels so, so many of us want to feel like whole and complete mm -hmm. and and I think it's like, there's that type of experience. So it feels so much more reassuring. And, um, and again, I totally like lose my shit at times still. Right. Like when I, I think I boxered Melly, I'm like, I'm laying on my, I'm laying on the floor of my office right now. Um, my nervous system is as not, we're dysregulated, right. This is what's happening. Right. So like, I don't want to like give this idea that like, Oh, you find these, it's like any, anytime we have these tools, like that's the other part I think of being known is like, it is episodic there are cycles to all of this and you just like embrace, it's not meant to be linear and that's not a problem. And I think even that, like in saying that, just like knowing that, that even though I know it cognitively that this is, things are not linear, that like doing this work, like you start to actually feel that. So when things are more challenging in your business or it feels really icky inside of your relationship, you're like, God, oh, we were getting along great yesterday and now it feels terrible. And you're like, it's like not, again, it's like not a problem because so much of this work is just what you were saying earlier. It's about not judging the things like, oh, things are changing. This mm -hmm. is different today. It doesn't mean it's always and forever this way. And because I can handle it, right? Again, it goes back to that sort of like all these different parts that that, that level of trust that I am going to be able to handle the things. I kind of, I understand the operating system a little differently now. So I know the um, capabilities that I have that maybe I wasn't tuning into before because I was like cutting off a whole part of me, just making it wrong. But now that I've invited that part onto the team, like, yeah, I'm just, so there's just. That's the it, skill it, of self-certainty. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, what in route. I'm forever I'm in calling now self-certainty. Like, self-certainty. Right? Instead of certainty in the mind and in outside things, yes. right? That's the skill of self-certainty that you've learned that is yep. like gold, like a pot of gold. Yeah. Right. So, and I think just like tangibly, again, I think in relationship, you know, it's always fun. Like when your partner reflects back, like, I don't know what you're doing, but keep paying for it. Right. Where it's like, <laughs> like yeah. my husband never questioned the bill around any of the coaching <laughs> I do because he can see. And I think, and, and so that's why I would offer up to some people's like to check in with the people around you. Cause I think of when we're doing this type of work, it feels like 
three degree turns, right? And you don't necessarily mm-hmm. notice until you look back and you're like, whoa, I started way over there. Mm-hmm. But your people will notice, right? That like I am less reactionary because I don't have to like fix, right? Like we get reactionary because we have to fix something. And now you're like, oh, I can just be more curious Mm -hmm. and I can get to like, imagine like when you do that for yourself, like imagine (laughs) y'all imagine what it would be like if you showed up to humans in your life and your first response wasn't to make them wrong and be defensive and try Mm -hmm. to fix it. And you're like, oh, they, they need the same thing that I need on the inside, right? Like this is just a part of them that needs to be known. What if I just get curious? So for sure in like relationships, mm-hmm. it shows up so different. And then in my business, just like just this idea that there could be more space. And this is a big one. It's so funny that I like didn't start with this one because like, this is so not small. <laughs> this is so not small that like, it's so funny to even say like, it could all just be fun. Like it feels so like I want to whisper it to you. Like I have it's a naughty generator secret. fear of like, <laughs> oh my god, it's just fun. Like you guys, we have this. Did you know that it's not all about just like efforting and earning and achieving? That you could just like start to create days and way you spend your time and your work in a way that feels fun and expansive and trusting that when you do that. Like when I just show up with all of me, that like, that's actually what's needed and not necessarily all of the conditioned stories we have around. This is the way, these are the strategies you're supposed to use. And this is what it's supposed to look like. And yeah. And and then this is why we have coaching because then we promptly forget that sometimes when we're in it and then we get reminded. Um, well, I think it feels so naughty us. to you because it's like a, a deep inner inner child like soul desire as a generator and probably for any type to like just enjoy what they're doing as they do it Uh and so it feels it feels kind of naughty because taught that's like yeah it's kind of naughty to just have fun all the time and just play all the time like pleasure like yeah we don't let's not get into that right but also as you were I was wearing again it's so fun to like do these look backs to think about how far I've cut. Cause sometimes, you know, you can be like, oh, I still have so far to go. But um, even as like, like so much of my life, like I even think about like education in schools and I, I was just like, I just want to get that done. I just want to get to done. Right. And then you're like, well, what's on the other side of that? And so this process has allowed like, again, when you're like owning your strategy and your authority, it's about like showing up and being present to it. We're not like rushing through it because if it could just be fun and I couldn't just be lit up in the process of it, I don't have to rush to checking it off the box. Right. It's like to me and to me, that's like, that's what it means to be alive. Like what other, yeah, what else we're here for? Right. Mm -hmm. I was just having a conversation last night with somebody and I was like, aren't people just like bored with like, making millions of dollars. Isn't that just boring? Like, aren't we over that by now? Like, of course, having money, making money, not going to lead to a boring life necessarily, but the pursuit of that just for the person, like, I don't know, to me, it feels so empty. And I know we all have different values and I'm not judging people's values, but it seems like there's a big pivot happening in our world and I'm getting kind of macro at this point, but Uh I love doing that sometimes, but it's like, aren't people just like, bored with not being fulfilled on the inside (laughs) right well and but and I think even like you said like all of this is so about like not judging but allow giving yourself that permission like 
yeah, other people, the messaging out there can be that this is the way, and these are the goals we're supposed to have, but you're like, you know, like permission granted to play a little bit and see like, what is actually your source of fulfillment. Right. And I think that that's the, um, as a, even as like, as a generator, right. Like it always would freak me out when people be like, what's the plan and what's the five-year plan. I'm like, I don't even want to commit to like plans on Friday night. Like what, and I, and I always thought that that meant I was like indecisive or wrong. So again, if this goes back to like the owner's manual, this is a really just concrete way of, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I just didn't, I needed to be able to be in response. Like, no, I don't want to commit to something. If I don't know, I'm going to want to do it, (laughs) you know, like down there, like just, it doesn't have to be wrong. And just for some people, I don't know, for some people, like they might be fully lit up, like pursuing a money goal. Right. But if that's not for you, then you're like, okay, that doesn't have to be wrong. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I could see what's actually my fulfillment. And I don't just have to have these goals or these benchmarks that, you know, the world has told me or that have been taught to me. And if those are your benchmarks and that really lights you up, then like go forth, like uh, high five. Yeah. High five. Go for it. Yeah. We need, <laughs> we need for it. you know, one of my thoughts too when I was having this conversation was like, well, we need all types in the world. I get it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You know, so like if uh-huh. that's your thing, high five. Uh-huh. Go for high it. Five. <laughs> so I've, I've just like two more questions real okay. quick. I think yeah. it would be really cool to go with. So mm-hmm. like what would your self before working together, before human design, all those things, what would she really struggle to believe about your life and your business today? Like what would be the most shocking? <laughs> like, oh gosh, there's no way. Uh huh. There's we've, no we've way. We've covered a lot of them, I know, but I'm just curious uh-huh. what your answer is to that. Uh huh. Um, I mean, so something like really concrete and like very just tangible and and on the material side of it would be like you could make a lot more money doing less. My brain would just full melt, like full <laughs> melt, <laughs> full melt. Um, and um, oh, like, okay, that's interesting. Um, cause I feel like you've asked me a version of that question before. And I, I don't know that this has come up, but like, she would, she would struggle to like, she would be like, oh my gosh, is that really possible to actually have a relationship with my intuition? Mm-hmm. Like that my yeah. gut, like to really start to be able to, f- because I remember even, I think I told you, I was like, I'm cheating. I'm not even doing it right. Like this mm-hmm. is how my brain is like, mm-hmm. you yeah. were like, what if that is the way that you feel your gut? And I was like, yeah, we worked a lot on how you, what? yeah, I had a lot of story about like, even uh-huh. that, like my brain would be like, no, there's a right way also yes. for everyone's <laughs> right. Like there's only one way that the sacral communicates and it's not this way. <laughs> Right. Like that's what this work is about. It's just like, oh, like my brain was so conditioned to like make so much of me wrong instead of just be like allowing myself to know it. Mm -hmm. Right. You were like, what if this is the way, like what, how, how nice is that? If that's the way that it communicates to you and it seems to really be working out. And I was like, oh, shockers, shockers. (laughs) What? So yeah, I think the, the me before working with you and in human design it would be like, there would be no frame of, there's like no schema for that. Like I would right. have had no frame of reference to even think of that as a possibility. Mm-hmm. How fun is that? I love that you said that too, yeah. because I think that's such a good point. And I'm, I'm literally going to record a podcast episode. I think right after this one about it, uh-huh. about like just leaning into the belief that you can actually hear from your intuition and you can actually develop a relationship with your inner desire and your inner intuition and that you actually have it. <laughs> Right. Cause I think that mm. that can be so hard to, to imagine or envision that mm. you can even connect with your body, that you can actually even 
like that you even have intuition. I think some people yes. walk around and they're like, I'm just not intuitive. I don't have that. That's not something that like- yeah, That was me, hundred percent. That's why yeah. I said to Akiana on like the pot, like we just recorded like, this. I just know and- I don't have that skill or that, I don't have, right. we, don't, we don't think it's a skill. We think it's like something you're born with or not. Yes. Inherent, yeah. yes. And what you, and as you're saying that, I just realized this is why I've loved human design so much because that part of me that's like, I want steps one through five. Right. right? I want an action step. It's like, oh, this is, it bridges to me, the gap. it felt tangible yeah. to be like, oh, because even like, even when I had, you know, the guest that we were talking about intuition and she said, you know, well, it's um, that your intuition, it's like a whisper in the space between thoughts and actions. Mm. Right. And I was like, now I can do something with that. Like before yeah. I would have been like, woo, that sounds beautiful. Like how the <laughs> hell do you do that? Right. <laughs> like I would have got, but now I'm like, oh, that space for me, mm-hmm. how I create that space is pausing and like going into my body and feeling. Yeah. And you have, you have a step, like a step-by-step process. And there's a step-by-step. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it's your, yes. Like that asking, going back to that, it's like, that's one of those things that human design, like it took this thing that felt so ethereal and nebulous and gave me a way because for sure I was that one. I'm like, my, I don't have the intuition bucket. Where did that, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't get that. <laughs> Somebody forgot to install that part yeah. when they were making this vehicle. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, now it's like, I have a, I have a button to push. I know where the lever is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Okay. Last question is okay. how has this work changed the way you feel about yourself and your business and your future? That's kind of three questions, but yeah. Okay. How has it changed the way you feel about those things, about yourself, about your business and your future mm-hmm. and the business, like the future of your business? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to answer from a feeling place and not a thought place. <laughs> you know, this is why you put coaches together. I'm like, this is not, she asked for feelings and not thoughts. <laughs> okay. Got it. Um, how do I feel about myself? Okay. How's it changed so the, the way you feel? Yeah. How's it changed the way I feel? Did I say change or did I say how, just how do you feel now? I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, you asked me the question. Do you ask me again? So I have something how, to respond to. How has it changed the way you feel about yourself and uh-huh. about your business, the future, Mm -hmm. future, your business, all the things. (laughs) Yep. So I think the feel about myself is I actually feel myself, Mm. right? Like, I know, I don't know if that's like, if that'll make sense to people who don't haven't experienced that. My gut's like, like like firing off thoughts. So What's that? To that? My gut's like, oh, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. All the sacreds out there are like knowing what I'm talking about, right? Like, <laughs> oh, I actually, that's what's changed is that I don't think myself, I don't act myself. I I actually can feel myself mm. and it's huge. Yeah. And now how do, how has it changed? I feel in my business or towards my business. Um, this might be a little more of a thought than a feeling, but what's coming up is um, more of being, and I think it, it, it ties into feelings because it feels more like a relationship mm-hmm. with my business, right? Versus like this business is one, like a thing that I have to be, it's like a task that I have to do and mm-hmm. like and a, and a thing I have to get right, mm-hmm. right? Like it shifted from that to, it's like this, it's, it's the thing that I'm in relationship with and like we're co-creating and, and, and existing. And so that, yeah, I don't even know if that's articulate, I guess, like, cause I'm that's feeling, great. but I don't know if I'm yeah. communicating it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And what about the future? Like, how do you feel now about the future of your business? Future Care. of your life? Nope. No, <laughs> that word came out. No, I mean, I think there's still, um, I have work, like, it still feels um, like unknown can be scary to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think like you, I think very recently you coached me on something where you're like, oh, there's this whole like gate and the thing and the thing again. So the things out there, <laughs> the things that you say um, where I have this big thing around certainty, Uh right? So when I think about the future though, like where my mind goes is, um, I don't know if my feelings are there yet, but where my mind goes is the future. It's really more about the exploration and just like the getting to know more of me Mm. and more of the business and the possibility rather than a future that again, in the business world, it could be like, you know, what's your three-year business plan? What are your Q1 and Q4 goals? And how are we breaking that down and benchmarking it back to achieve these things? So I think when, right. I know (laughs) like somebody (laughs) these heart centers lighten up right now, but like, so I think when I think about the future, that's what it feels different is that it's more like, it's just about, um, exploration again i think because like this word this year it's coming up for me is just being known mm-hmm. and that's the whole point of even having goals and business and things it's, it's just about being known and knowing what you can show up and how you can serve and all of that rather than i think in the past what i would have had is like oh my goal need, my, my business needs to have like this reg- revenue target mm-hmm. and even like the idea of like the difference between i have to serve this many people versus like the experiential of like, there are people that are going to be impacted by my work and it doesn't right that like I get to help and they get to help me by helping that. Like, it just becomes this more experiential thing rather than like, um, yeah, it sounds like it's harder. still, it's still scary in the mind. It's right. Scary. And when the mind yeah. goes to the future, cause that's the only place yeah. that really can, uh-huh. of course, there's going to be fear, but it also sounds like there's a lot more excitement and fun yes. Yes. and like looking forward to those parts right. happening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it feels so like, um, cause I think as an entrepreneur, like people like throw out stats, like businesses fail after X number of years and this much percentage of, right. Like I know, right. I love that you guys can't see Melanie's face, but it's like, yeah, right. <laughs> like what is the, but I think, but again, it's like, that's where people go when it's like, oh, we have these finite goals around these revenue targets and being salt, like whatever. But again, that whole, all of that shifts when it's like, well, that's not even the point necessarily. Mm. Right? When I think about the future, it's like that it's more just about it is that fun. It's like delight. Like I want to be like, what are we going to do? Like, what are we going to create? And before, like, what am I going to do? Would be like that sort of <laughs> right. Versus like, what, what am, what's going to happen? Like, yeah. what are we gonna create? What are the possibilities that I can't even see now? Which again, as a generator can be really hard. Like when we work with my projectors and manifestors who are like, oh my gosh, I just see the movement that I'm creating. And I'm like, I don't see that. Right. And like, but that's not a problem. Problem, yeah. right? So, so good. that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> oh, it was so perfect. I Positive. loved. Yeah. I love this conversation so much, and I just love you. And mm. so glad I finally had you on the podcast, <clears throat> y'all. I texted you yesterday, and I was like, or on Voxer, and I was like, why have I like? I literally cannot understand why I haven't had you on the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, that's like the best invitation I've ever. Can you imagine somebody like? I literally can't understand why we haven't done this together yet. I was like, yeah. oh, obviously. The only answer is yes. yes. I'm here for this. So thank you for this. Thank you for this yes. conversation so much. I think it's going to help a lot of people lean into what 
is usually probably the scariest about starting this kind of journey. Um, mm-hmm. And I thank you for that. So yes. tell everybody how they can follow you, like tell them about your podcast, yes. all the all the ways they can get in contact with you because you're amazing. Yes. On the socials, primarily Facebook and Instagram, just Jessica Smarrow at Jessica Smarrow on both of those. And yes, you can come check out my podcast. It's called Unblocked with Jessica Smarrow. And I wish I could remember the episode. I find myself, but I was on there before. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like Melanie's on there. So I wish I, I don't, I want to say episode 49 and I could be wrong, but y'all go test me. Maybe <laughs> I'm going to go look it up after this because I truly just in an episode, I record. Well, we'll, we'll link it all in the show notes. Yeah. All the things, all the ways. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Thanks for having me, Melanie. Hey there, if you could do me a quick favor and subscribe, rate and review the show, that would do so much for the podcast and really help get it in front of as many people as possible who are wanting to apply their human design to their business just like you. Also, get on the wait list for the Hack Your Human Design membership that's opening in just a couple weeks. It's going to be the community to learn to apply your human design with me. And the first 30 people to sign up are going to get a huge one-to-one bonus with me. And I really, really want you to get in on that. So click the link on the show notes, get on that wait list. There's some amazing information about the membership on that page and I'll see you in there.